Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. The Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all the usual social media outlets. Do your bit to support us on Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Twitter, Twitch and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Give us a like, share, subscribe and join our flourishing community of not just wrestling fans, but gamers, podcasters, musicians and more. We are wild and young and both over six foot. That's right, Troy's not here again, lads. Let's go! <laughs> Hello, welcome to NXT. My name is Jay. I am joined by Aaron. Um, Troy's going to kill me when he finds out I've just made that joke. <laughs> How are you, mate? Uh, well... Like NXT, we've not been Marty Jannetty behind the bowling alley yet, so... <laughs> not yet, not, not yet. yet. <laughs> it's still time. <laughs> Just waiting for a knock on the door and Vincent Brother love to walk in and say, this is ours now. <laughs> oh, so, fucking but for those who've been living under a rock for the last week or so, um, obviously NXT is going through a big rebrand at the moment. They've got a new logo they've been teasing they've which looks like a child made it um they've got uh, a new theme song by with old wale we like wale that that's all right and uh, apparently there's been a lot of work done on the cwc but no one really knows what's going on um no. including the fans <laughs> yeah uh, it's not great is it <laughs> <laughs> they, they recorded three weeks worth of tapings didn't he so they could do these renovations so that's obviously a big thing right, this okay. second take one um, the results didn't get out because they were kicking out people who were posting spoilers um, how do the they show. know if they're posting spoilers I think they just had the thing saying if you're on your phone you're going to get kicked out ah okay fair but like what one of the guys who was on his phone did indeed did post below the spoilers to bodyslam.net of course yeah so um yeah it's certainly an uncertain time um before we go into it do you have any tidbits do you i do i don't have an intro so i didn't think that far enough second week in a row well done aaron top-notch quality banner <laughs> you, you're, you have one job and you always forget oh, to do hell. it every week <laughs> you, you think this was like your baby or something as you oh. said to me it, it, it was, and then it well, just you do, as you soon do. as I said that, it's when job of it hanging it out the fucking window, nearly dropping it. Yeah, kick on, the baby head. style. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're doing the first and second of September today, since we're recording this a day late because we're silly. But it's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, it just means you wait longer for even better content. Yeah. Anyway, first and second. And birthday is 1961. Um, no matter who tries to tell me that he can, or if he tries to tell anybody that he could, he cannot do a moonsault. It's Bam Bam Bigelow. Wow. He can't. Are you going to tell me it's a moonsault? 
a guy his size doing that kind of rotation still impresses me. I mean, I could do that rotation if I just fell backwards too, you know, and had like wow, this like. <laughs> Are you saying this because you've tried to do a backflip? Oh. And it looked exactly like that, yes. Okay, because <laughs> I tried to do a backflip and I struggled to even, like, get half the way over. I can do a backflip on a trampoline, if that helps. Not really, mate. Oh, okay. You're on a, you're on a trampoline, he's on the top rope. Uh, it's the same bound. thing. At least, at least I flip over. He doesn't even flip, he just goes sideways. It's still impressive, a guy his size doing that. Back in the day, yes. Bam Bam Bigelow's awesome. I don't have anything bad said about him. <laughs> okay. Uh, 1972, um, he's now my friend because he says thanks on Twitter. Um, happy birthday to Doug Williams. Doug Williams is a nice man. Yeah, I've yeah. Met, I met him once, he terrified me because he was really intense, but he was really nice at the same time. Yeah, I think I would shit myself too. He, he was a scary man. <laughs> But in a nice way. Uh, in 1979, uh, Pat Patterson wins the becomes the inaugural Intercontinental Champ by winning winning in Bonniers a tournament in Rio de Janeiro. Yeah, yeah, that that made up tournament that everyone still they make out it's still real. So for some reason, I don't know why. Uh, 2007, we're going to. On ECW, that's that's WWE. Missed a ECW. couple of birthdays for yesterday, you know, mate. Uh, mate, mate, mate. There's a lot of things, you know. Tracy Smothers and Sammy Callahan are big deals. Sorry, mate. Said, I've said it now. It's fine. Go on, as you were. On ECW, CM Punk beat John Morrison to win his first singles title in WWE. If he lost, he wouldn't be able to challenge ever again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yes. Wonder what happened to that guy. Oh, I wonder what happened to him. I, I never hear about him anymore, honestly. Uh, uh, such a shame. To 2017, we go to PWG. Battle, Battle of Los Angeles, <laughs> night one. <laughs> lads, lads, lads. Lads, lads, lads. Uh, on the show. Brian Cage versus Desmond Xavier. That, that's what's his face for this show. Um, Wesley. That one, Wesley. Hi, uh, Ray one Phoenix. Of MSK boys. One of the MSK boys. Aye, Ray Phoenix versus Ray Horace. That, that would have been buying. Uh, yeah, they had a few matches in Lucha Underground, which fucking slapped as well. Yeah. Um, Morris Carl <coughs> versus Morgan Webster. Yeah, yeah, that's sure. Uh, Matt, <laughs> Matt Seidel versus Pena El Zero Miedo. Yeah, Zero Miedo. Rock. Uh, Jonah Rock beat Zack Sabre Jr. Jonah Rock being Bronson Reed. That, yeah. Uh, that that sounds banging, to be fair, this card. Just... I I um, I was saying to Troy on... Um, what the fuck was it we I want to say it was NXT UK. It was on a podcast we did recently. I was re-watching a bowl of 2018, not that yeah. long ago. And every single match on the card is like an AEW versus NXT 
or NXT vs New Japan Dream match. Yeah, it's, it, it's like from 2015 to 2018 or something. They're all just stacked with ridiculous names from now. It's yeah. ridiculous. Like you've 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 got the opening matches Cameron Grimes versus Marco Stunt. Been <laughs> <laughs> doing horrible things to Marco Stunt for a while. Oh. murdering him with an actual cave. Yeah. Uh, Flamita versus Ricochet as well. That'll probably be fucking mental. Yeah, flippy shit constantly. Uh, and Chosen Bros, that is Jeff Cobb and Matt Riddle. Oh, versus Donovan Dijak. Dijak, sorry. Come on, Aaron. You've done this before. Uh, and Keith Lee. I mean, there's, there's a possibility we could get one of those teams back. There's a very well. But we uh, would you want that now? Because it'd be T Bar and Keith Lee. Yeah, not now. <laughs> or it would be like T Bar and fucking T Bar or KL KL or some shit like that. Um, and in the main event, uh, South Pacific Power Trip TK Cooper and <laughs> versus the Young Bucks. See, bang in night one. That was. Uh, uh, in the second, we go to birthdays, uh, 9.69. Oh, oh, you missed another massive show on the fucking 1st of September there, mate. What is it? Uh, you, you're going to say it's massive and it's probably shite. All in. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, come on, mate. Come on. So, sorry, mate. Would you I've like seen me to it come... on Twitter too. I don't know Would why Would you like me to it. quickly run down the card? Come on there, mate. So on the dark match, we well, on the pre-show, we had Frankie Kazarian, Scorpio Sky beating the Briscoes. I uh, did not he, remember that at all. It was it was all right. It was fine. Um, I must. I don't think I watched the pre-show, to be honest. Chico El Luchador, a.k.a. Flip Gordon in disguise, uh, defeated um, Austin Gunn, Billy Gunn, Brandon Cutler, Brian Cage, Bully Ray, Cheeseburger, Chuck Taylor, Cole Cabana, Ethan Page, Hurricane Helms, Jimmy Jacobs, Jordan Grace, Marco Stunt, Moose, Punishment Mark, Cines, Rocky Romero, Tommy Dreamer, and Trent in a battle royal to face Jay Lethal later in the night. One of the um, best battle royals you'll ever see. That's a really fun battle royal. Um, One of the best ones you'll ever see in your life. Yeah. Um, I I reckon the casino battle royal, the first one, was really good as well. Well, the Hangman one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, Luchasaurus made the Joey um, Janela. Yeah. As well. Um, Matt Cross defeated MJF. Which sounds really that, weird. So, you know. See, I I never knew who Matt Cross was, and watching this, I am now a massive fan of him ever since. I've followed him about on Matt, the, Matt Cross does constantly. Some, Matt Cross does some great work, and um, Lucha Underground, the son of havoc. Yeah. Um, Christopher Daniels defeated Stephen and Mel with special guest referee Jerry Lynn. To be um, fair, for a celebrity match, it's one of the better that's a ones. It's that's a banger. banger. Yeah. Stephen Amello, like he's. He's basically a wrestler now. I mean, he's in a TV show about being a wrestler. <laughs> he's trained with the Pepsi man. Um, Tessa Blanchard defeated hey, Britt Baker, worry. Chelsea Green, and Madison Rain in a four-corner survival match. Um, dodgy finish at the end. With yeah. a very dodgy finish at the end, yes. Yeah, um, yeah. Cody defeated Nick Aldis for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Um Hangman Page defeated Joey Janela in a Chicago street fight, which for me was match of the night. Uh, it was Absolute good. Banger. It was very good, yeah. Just, uh, uh, just then, because I wasn't really familiar with Joey Janela at the time. Yeah. 
I, I like Tangma. Yeah, as soon as I, as soon as I seen Joey Janela's name on it, I was like, oh, okay, like something's gonna go here. <laughs> and Hangman nearly made the Joey Janela the powerbomb at the stage. We yeah. missed all the tables. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll just skim over what happened after that match. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Nothing happened after the match. Mate, it's just uh, lights out, fade to black, and then Jay Lethal yeah. defending against uh, Flip Gordon. Oh, shit. Ooh. Um, <laughs> it gets worse. Let, let's, just, let's just move on. Let's just move on. Uh, Ken, Kenny Omega defeated Pentarel 0M in also a banger. Yeah. Um, Kazuchika been... Okada defeated. Jericho the... shows up at the end as well. Dressed as Pentagon, yeah. Yeah. Um, Kazuchika Okada defeated Marty School. Yeah, that um, match went on far too long. Well, the match time of that was 26 minutes. Yeah. The longest match on the card by far. Um, and then you could hear them shout and go home for like four minutes. Yeah. And a card is just like, do you know who I fucking am? <laughs> um, I'll go when I want to go. I'll okay. go home when I fucking <laughs> My flight's not for a couple of hours, you prick. What's uh, that? The main... hmm? what, what's that you're shouting? I'll just keep going then. <laughs> and he puts Marty Scale down with just, with just one. Just, just one. Just, just one. one. Yeah. Um, and in the main event, Kota Ibushi and the Young Bucks, the Golden Bucks, defeated Bandido, Ray Phoenix, and Ray Mysterio in a six-man tag, which to show how over they went, um, that match was cut down to eleven minutes and forty-two seconds. Yeah, they, <laughs> they had to squeeze everything in there, but it was still a banger. It was still a banger, but it went so fast. Imagine we had to write notes for that. Or <laughs> also, um, it's like. Funny you see in Kota Ibushi being like Andre the Giant in that match because he's taller than everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Just a giant. Yeah. Sorry, oh. mate. Sorry to cut you off there, mate. It's that, that, okay. That's quite an important one. To... Yeah, yeah. I've seen it on Twitter. I don't know why I never put it on. Um, se- I, I am that. 2nd of September, 1969. A legend in 3WL, Joe E. Legend, is born. Let's go. <laughs> Just Joe. Just Joe. Don't disrespect Just Joe. Put some salt on it. That's what he's called, though, wasn't it? Just Joe. Yeah, it was, eh? Um, in 1984, he got sacked for getting tattoos. TJP. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sure that probably wasn't the only reason he sacked them. No, no, no. It, it wasn't the only reason. But He sounds was... like an upstanding member of society from everything I've heard about him. Mate, he grafted for that fucking cruiserweight classic, I tell you. He did he did, to be fair, he did graft through the cruiserweight <laughs> classic. Credit where it's due. Uh, he, did, he did a lot of the Lord's work in the cruiserweight classic. Uh in twenty seventeen, do you know how we had night one of PWG? Do you want me ah, to as we well? Donovan Dijak, Dijak, I do it every time. Donovan Dijak, hi, hi, that's what's his face. T bar, hi, hi, sorry. Beat Trevor Lee, that's Cameron Grimes. Uh, Sammy Guevara beat Joey Janela. Uh, Travis Banks beat Mark Caskins. Uh, the leaders of the new school, Zach Saber Jr. beat Matt Seidel and Ricochet. Two thirds of Euro trash. Aye. Uh, Jeff Cobb beat Sammy Callahan. Uh, Matt Riddle beat Michael Elian. Oh, uh, uh, and oh, K 
Keith Lee beat Walter. Oh, big Ooh. beefy man slap. <laughs> big meaty man. And what what was that? You you want some elite? Okay. In the main event, Kenny Omega in the Young Bucks versus Flamita and the Lucha Bros. Yeah, I've I've seen that monitor for twenty-seven whole minutes. That goes <laughs> fucking wild. Fucking hell! There's a lot of pens that just do bad things to people. And to finish off tidbits, we've got an AEW one, Dynamite episode forty-eight. Boom! Let's go ignite. Something, something, something. Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, match is on it. Tag team match of Inner Circle. Uh, well, proud and powerful. Beating the best friends. Trucking to Trent. Uh, eight-man tag. The Young Bucks and Jurassic Express beating Private Party and SCU. I do uh, not remember that match at all. Nope. It went on for 15 minutes, apparently. Uh, Chris Jericho beat Joey Janela. Uh, Thunder Rosa beat Serena Deep, and in the main event, John Moxley beat Mark Sterling. Wow, <laughs> that was that. I remember match. that match. That's, <laughs> that's, it, it's sad, isn't it? That out of all those matches, the only one I remember is Moxley versus Mark Sterling. <laughs> and the only reason I remember it is because at the start of the match, uh, Mark Sterling uh, kept calling Wardlow Wardy. And he said, Wardy. I can call him that because we're friends. <laughs> and Wardlow just looked upset about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's tidbit for today. Thanks a lot, mate. I appreciate that. Um, I, I try. I'll be better next week, honest. Yeah, also, uh, just, just before we do get into the actual show of NXT, uh, some sad news broke just literally as we were like starting to record uh, the passing of uh, WCW and TNA wrestler Daphne. Uh, rest in peace, Daphne. She was fucking awesome very very talented very ahead of her time um yeah big loss well so rest her fucking back. monsters bullshit oh when she got thrown onto the barbed wire or by abyss yep yeah uh, antax as well antax and, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah she was she was awesome i love daphne um but yeah let's uh without further ado let's get into nxt Show opens with Mandy Rose versus Saray. Mandy's got a Mandy back, but not the not that bit. Um, she's got like the Dana Brooke music still. Um, yeah, fuck, this, fuck that nice. This just seemed a bit pointless. This match, really, I'll be honest with you. Um, yeah, Mandy uses a power game early on to control Saray. Uh, Saray just replies with a lot of kicks and suplexes. Um, she applies a Muta lock halfway through the match. Mandy gets sticks a thumb to the eye. Uh, the trade strikes, Saray drop kicks Mandy in the face and she falls out the ring and holding her face, they kind of tease that she's like broken her orbital bone or something. Yeah. And JC Jane gets like a towel and puts it over Mandy's face and then they, uh, her and Gigi Dolan count, uh, carry Mandy out for the count out. I mean, um, I, I think it's fair to say that it was just a way to get it out she was losing. Uh, I, I I think that's what they were going for. I don't think she generally got her face broken like Kayfabe. No. I think the story was... I think it was just, I think it was just like a Kayfabe injury, but it was just a pointless sort. I, no, that, that's what I was saying. I don't think it was even a Kayfabe injury. I think because she was losing, they just hold it out and went... Oh, like they were just trying to protect Mandy. 
yeah, just oh well, use this as a but way to get it out. To... That's that's stupid in of itself. Given that like Saray's only lost one match, yeah. So she's still kind of got like the sort of like the new star. The, the only match she's lost is like been to um, Dakota. And that yeah, was that was the one on the go home episode before takeover. So she had to lose to Dakota. Yeah. Um, which we actually even said was weird to them booking that at the time. Um, I'm still yeah. not. I'm still not with City. Um, I think she's a good wrestler. I just think they've kind of not really given her anything to sort of. They do this with all the Japanese stars they bring in, though, don't they? They kind of just go, "Oh, look, it's Joshi wrestler." So, other than Asuka, like, yeah. "Oh, look, it's this Joshi wrestler." Oh, it's this Joshi wrestler, and it's like, okay. Cool. <laughs> are you going to tell me any more about them or are we just calling them like would we just assume and like this is it yeah at least true. at least Asuka came in with like a load of fanfare and the first thing she did was start kicking people's faces off yeah and like she had like the undefeated streak whereas Saray's already lost and she's as I say she is a very good wrestler she's just not really no character well, yeah, that's the thing. They've the not Steve Blackman of NXT. <laughs> they've not get. They've not given her any kind of story though, have they either? No, it just, just she goes in matches. Literally, yeah, she was. Yeah. Who was it? She was friends with for a bit. Uh, Zoe Stark, and then they replaced her with the Ojirai. Racist. <laughs> no, in the tag team, <laughs> they, they did the whole. They did the whole thing where they were friends, and Tony Storm yeah. was like, human about losing to her. And he just kind of like went, oh, well, EO's not doing anything. Let's just put EO in a tag team with Zoe Stark. So then Saray kind of fell by the wayside from that. Yeah. It's, yeah. Just, I don't know what to do with her. She, I do think she is talented, though. Um, speaking of someone I'm not quite sure what we're doing with here, uh, Champa talks about how he hasn't got an issue with Thatcher losing against Ridge Holland, but just an issue with uh, Pete Dunne and everyone. Um, injuring him and taking Thatcher out. It feels like the building war games, but way too fucking early to be building war games. Yeah, well, Troy mentioned this last week as well, war games, and I was like, it's still two months away, Troy. Like, it's still well, it, it's usually the months, end of uh, November. So it's yeah, I was gonna say two months. months at least. Last year's was like the first week of December. Yeah. So now, I was like, Troy, we're still three months away, and I hate to tell you this, but it's WWE. You're getting and a especially new NXT. going through this rebrand, like rebrand or whatever. Yeah. Like, are they even going to do war games? If Vince nah. is producing it, is Vince going to do a fucking WCW pr- creation no, on his television nice. show? Exactly. Be a fucking traditional Survivor Series match, and we'll be told to enjoy. It. Um, <laughs> I mean, if they see if they genuinely put storyline and stuff into it, I'll be happy. Yeah, but like, if it's just like it, it won't be recent, <laughs> if it's like recent traditional Survivor Series match, it'll be shit. Yeah, um, <laughs> NXT UK come out, it's just brand v brand. Don't don't put NXT UK near that, please, <laughs> please. NXT UK is the closest we're going to have to old NXT at this rate, mate. True. Hi. Yeah. I mean, it is basically hour-long NXT. It's good. Um, next, we get uh, Duke Hudson versus Cool Kyle with a K. Cream and cheese cracker, Kyle. 
That's what we're calling them this week. All right. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll allow it. Um, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> he gets a new name so, every week, Jay. Come on. <laughs> I don't know, mate. I'm, I'm usually working during NXT. You, you've you've missed the fun in this where me and Troy just give him a new name every week because we're so sick of cool Kyle. <laughs> cool whip Kyle. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's just uh, let's just stop beating around the bush and call him Philadelphia. Um, yeah. <laughs> just mild um, cheese. It's fine. Kyle, Kyle Um <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so Hudson just goes after Kyle's ribs um, Kyle just keeps going after submission holds I mean the match itself was fine it was uh, wasn't well, anything... like all the show everything's just fine yeah. yeah there wasn't anything terrible but there wasn't anything like amazing either no. um, Kyle tries to uh, reverse like just the offense into submission holds a lot. Uh, he goes for strikes. Hudson just hits a really nice looking big uh, gut buster off his shoulders, and then Kyle's uh, keeps over Kyle's ribs. Um, Kyle goes after Duke's legs. Hits after a little while. Hits a rope assisted dragon screw. Uh, knee drops the knee and a heel hook to win. Um, yeah, there's a tilt the world into a guillotine as well by yes um, Kyle, which was good. I enjoyed yeah. that. Looked cool. Um, one thing I will say, obviously, I've kind of like skimmed the breakout tournament, so I'm not hugely familiar with them. But Duke Hudson's selling was fantastic in this match. Yeah, I mean, he got put out by um, Odyssey Carmel. Jones. No, it was Odyssey Jones that put him out, was it? No, it was Carmel. No, it was Carmelo because we were yeah. talking about who we thought was. Yeah, um, actually, he was he was good in his matches. Like, there's nothing. I, they gave him time as well because there was a couple of folk in it that didn't really get time. So I get the impression he's going to be one of like Vince's sort of favourites. Just because he's tall and big. He's tall, but he's also quite charismatic. And he's under 30. And he's under 30. And he's a big <laughs> And he's got, he's just, he's, he does have a good look, to be fair. Um, and he's not, not terrible. He's quite... Yeah. Quite entertaining, as I say. Um, uh, oh, oh, he's thirty-one. Oh, he's thirty-two. Oh shit! Oh shit! Don't tell Vince. Oh, oh no! Get oh. Him. Hey, you better say bye bye. We'll be fine. Be fine. What about um, some? There's some actually. I'll ask you later on about it. Who I'm quite okay. concerned about with regards to their age. Okay, I'll uh, keep your search tab up then. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Um, after this, we get uh, someone who's under six foot, but also under 30, Ilya Dragunov coming into the ring. Uh, he says that he's showing everyone he's still alive and he's going um, back to NXT to defend the belt, which everyone was like, no, please stay. It's like, no, let him f- you no, fucking no. follow him. You follow him. You go watch NXT UK instead. That, that, exactly, Jay. That's how it should be. Yeah. But hopefully, they- hopefully this will, though, because it's, especially with it only being an hour, it's only an hour, yeah. Like, I'm saying that like I watch it every week. I don't, but... Mm. But that being said as well, like we were talking about it um, on the review last week, they've really kind of beefed up the cards the last couple of weeks and leading into this takeover match because obviously they want to try and get more eyes on the product. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully people will follow. Uh, he <laughs> says the oh, a lot of a lot of uh, folk watch the NXT UK takeovers. Like I watch them every time when they happen. I don't watch NXT UK. I'll keep tabs. I still do. I yeah. don't watch it. I'll always I, watch takeovers. Yeah, because they've not had one. Like, well, they, to do? They, they've been put basically putting takeover level matches just on the weekly show, which is great. But at the same time, it means that when we do get takeover, it's going to be getting, just the same. <laughs> they're getting now they're getting to the dangerous point where it's going to be like, well, this is just as good as like the actual weekly show. So how are you open that to make it feel more special? Um, but yeah, so uh. Ilias says that the ring general has fallen, long live the Tsar, and then his music plays and he starts like conducting it to the fans as yeah. the fans please don't go. Um, and as I said, just to reiterate my point, just follow him over. Just follow him to NXT UK. Go watch just, NXT just go, UK. Just go watch it. Best hour of wrestling WWE puts out every week easily. Just just watch it. Um, it's not got Lily for a start. It's, well... <laughs> I, I can't argue with that. <laughs> it, it's not got bright colours. It's not the only thing it's missing is Pat McAfee. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, we then get uh, Aresh McCarvey uh, talking to Kaylee Ray about it coming to NXT. Um, right, right. Before, before we get into this, right? Yes. Now, me, me and Troy had a problem with our wrestling last week. Now, I've got a problem with our speaking this week. What's that? Because she's doing that sort of like um, Americanized Scottish accent. I mean, like, she did say a wee bit of like in, in between, so she lost her little accent, but then she carried on talking like this. I mean, I struggle to understand you half the time, mate. So imagine so, um, so I, Kayleigh, right? Would you like me to just Americanize myself every week? Is that better yeah, for you? I'll, I'll do it from now on, okay? <laughs> do you have to get that close to the uh, camera and microphone every time you do it? Yes, because I put <laughs> emphasis on it, okay? <laughs> uh, it's a good job uh, that people can't see the camera when you're doing it. <laughs> Just my eye in the corner. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Uh, what, what was your issue with the wrestling? Oh, it was just dragged out the match. It was too long for what it should have been. It should have been a squash, or it should, uh, or I, it should have been a match where Kayla Ray just plays a bit where, but not as long as she did. I don't have an issue with the wrestling. I have an issue with something else that happened later. That's fine. We'll get to okay. that. Okay. Um, so yeah, basically, a re- um, actually, there was an issue I had with this interview as well. So before Kaylee could get even get a fucking answer out. Arash was cutting her off. Book down, Arash. What What was the fucking question again? Oh, so what are you capable of? Was the question she got cut off on? Yeah, he asked her about coming to like why she chose to come to NXT and if she was there apparently. And then before she could even finish, she went, "Wait, but what about Raquel, Dakota, Io, Ember, and Zoe Stark?" Who is Zoe Stark? <laughs> Zoe Stark's been there for a cup of coffee. Calm the fuck down, Arash. Uh, the thing is, right, Zoe Stark is your women's tag team champion. She's not been seen for two weeks in a row. <laughs> there today. Oh, was she? Yeah. She was, she was on the, the episode today. 
Oh, oh I, I, I glimpsed over it then. I must yeah, have I mean, for to like, be fair, I'm... Casey Catanzaro was in the same segment, so I automatically stopped listening. <laughs> um, I, it was only that I realised I had to write notes for it and I had to go back and rewatch it, which was sad. <laughs> um, that made me really upset. Uh, well, yeah, she basically says she's going to dominate in the USA and I firmly believe she should be the person to the throne, Raquel. Yes, should be. I don't think she will be. Because I feel like they're a bit busy with something else, but she should be. Um, and it's not biased because she's a friend of the podcast at all. <laughs> there's no bias here. There, there's not a Scottish person on this podcast or anything no, but at all. E- even, even based off the fact that like, her run in NXT UK was so dominant, and obviously she had the pandemic, which like lengthened that a bit more than it maybe would have lengthened it. But it, the they- fact that... They had to bring in Japanese legend fucking Satomura the, to come the in. The fact that they literally <laughs> had her beat everybody they put her put in front of her. Right. It's, oh. it's a good thing. Um, we then see Carmelo Hayes backstage uh, listing off all the champions. He talks about uh, maybe he could face Kushida or maybe Swerve or maybe he'll go straight after Samoa Joe. Legado comes in and threats Carmelo to stay out of the uh, yeah. North American title picture. I, I say this every time one of these breakout tournaments happen. What's the point in going for the cruiserweight or the tag team? Well, it's, I mean, you've got the NXT title there. It, I think it's their version of like the New Japan Cup, isn't it? I know, but so again, just, I still, unless it's like a rivalry or something or someone you've yeah. already had, that's well, why that, the New that, Japan Cup one makes sense, usually. Yeah, because Nakamura went after the Intercontinental title because, like, uh, who was it? Was it Tanahashi had it? And he was yes, I think so. Hi. So th- that makes sense. But these breakout stars going for the cruiserweight title. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I, I, I like the fact that they're sort of trying to put an emphasis on the importance of the cruiserweight title. So, when the champion's not been there for three well, He's been injured, hasn't he? Is it injury? I, I, I don't know. He, he didn't get he didn't get cleared because he was meant to be facing Roderick Strong on the yeah. go home episode before takeover, and then he said like literally like just before that he, he hadn't been cleared. So, oh okay. Um, I'm guessing he's got some kind of injury or maybe, hopefully not COVID. But uh, you're coming up for your 30 days, pal. You better hand that title in oh, or get better quickly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> or just get like a fucking Brock Lesnar contract that might do it too. Kushida on that fucking ridiculous she, money in NXT. Kushida just needs to get a get Paul Heyman on the blower. See how see how he does it with his champions. I mean, he's already got the hair. He wears shorts. Well, he used to just wear the shorts again. See, sorry. Yeah, just get yeah. a sword on your chest. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's like not been cleared. He's just getting loads of shit tattoos. <laughs> Getting a getting a, a phallic sword right on his heart. <laughs> He's on the Lesnar diet of just eating a bison raw. Um, I'm gonna have to Photoshop this now. <laughs> oh Christ! Kashida Lesnar. Kashida Lesnar, let's go. <laughs> the Viking time splitter. <laughs> um. So after this, we get Imperium vs. Greg Maverick and Grayson Waller. Um, uh, little backstage vignette. Go on. Uh, no, I've got Imperium versus Naughty Too Hotty and Drake Master Sexy. 
that's that's what I've written down because I didn't so, get the first one's name. So it was Grayson Waller. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, he, he's a former reality TV star in Australia. He he wrestled for that Australian promotion that all of all the Australian people he signed have come from. Yeah. Is it PWA? Um, the one that Osprey fights at all the time, or used to anyway. Yeah, PWA, I think it is. Yeah. Um, and apparently he's quite good. Uh, we didn't really see much of him in this match. Uh, Maverick tries to like sort of like hype up the danger of Imperium and Waller kind of just cuts him off and says the real story is it's his NXT debut. Um, as Big Tasty says about uh, Matt Lee, lots of big cocaine energy coming from Waller. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, the match itself, Imperium just batter Waller. Wall is like wearing sort of like boxing shorts and he's got like his hands wrapped. He does like a bit of boxing on um, Fabian Eichner and then Eichner just drop kicks the solo of him. Yeah. Um, Maverick hot tags in, looks like he's going to fire up and like win it for them as he's like building to his finisher. Waller tags himself in, Imperium take out Maverick, then take out Waller, hit the Euro bomb to pick up the win. Uh, very short, very inconsequential match. Uh, Kate Drake sort of safe. Like you still, he's not a jobber, but they, yeah, they were like, kind of, they were kind of comparing Drake to being like sort of, I don't know, like they they were treating him like he was the Killian of the team now, and he was like the sort of elder statesman of NXT, which yeah, I mean, that's always a worry. How, how you can turn like twenty years like older just like that? Yeah, great. Um. We then go backstage and Indy's asking Johnny to give Dexter a chance. Uh, Dexter walks in, sneaks up on him, and Johnny uh, tells him to just be normal. <laughs> Freaked out. Uh, I, I, I love all the Index and Gargano stuff. It's just great. Just, yeah. It's endlessly entertaining. It's like the one thing I've made sure I've kept like up to date with in NXT um, recently. And then we get uh, Dunn Holland, Lorcan and Birch cut the promo, uh, basically just calling out MSK and Jamba. I'm a bad man. Bad man do bad, bad man things. Fucking cats are deed though, aren't they? Ah, cats are fucking deed for sure. Always. They were halfway up his fucking knee. Bad man's cats chewing at the trouser leg. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, then uh, we go backstage, see Gigi Dolan and JC Jane just beating up Saray in her dressing room. Um, Yay! Yeah, <laughs> good for that. Good for that. Well done. They're doing th- something. This, this leads us to uh, Johnny Gargano versus L.A. Knight. Yeah, dummy. Um, yeah. Remember when I said I was worried about someone because of their age? It was L.A. Knight. Oh, oh, right. Thirty-eight years. Thirty-eight. 38. Dexter Loomis is 37. Oh, shit. How old's Johnny Gargano? Oh, oh gosh. Oh, it's not looking good for NXT. Oh, they're going to drop gonna, like flies. They're, they're all going to like go as a team together on Raw and SmackDown and just get jobbed out. Oh, gosh. Wear masks and face paint. Oh, Christ, no. <laughs> oh, no, it's happening Don't do again. It. Don't do it. Not again. <laughs> Uh, I remember just, the summer of retribution. What was that? You got retribution a few years ago. Have some rebellion. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gargano's 34. That's all right. I mean, it's not. 
he's he's not six foot either, mate. I I knew that. <laughs> when Adam Cole's towering over him, you can tell he's not six foot. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, so the match itself. Um, on the entrance, Johnny goes for like the high five with Austin, and Loomis just shows up with his hand out, and Johnny freaks out. Uh, and then Index and uh, slide in either side of Johnny and he freaks out again. Um, Night controls early on, just using his like size and his power advantage over Johnny. And Johnny keeps getting distracted by Index. Um, goes over, works over Knight's arm, uh, keeps going for like the Gargano escape throughout the match. And then Knight um, just keeps like working over Gargano in front of Index and taunting them. Um, there's a really cool spot where Gargano hit like that roll through kick he does and then a swing and flatliner um, and then Knight sort of like stops him as he's going for a dive with like a forearm misses his vault and shoulder block and then Johnny hits a slingshot spear and like sort of like it yeah. looked like he got DDT'd but I think he saved it a bit by like yeah he just slowly rolling. went down it was weird yeah um, Johnny reverses the BFT into a, a Gargano escape and then goes for one final beat. Knight blocks it. Uh, Loomis catches Johnny as Knight sort of throws him out the ring. Um, and as Johnny's about to finish off um, LA Knight, Index try and get Johnny to high-five Dexter. And as Johnny's about to do it, LA Knight just comes from behind and hits a BFT to pick up the win. Um, yeah. It's a really fun match, to be fair. These two have really good chemistry. I thought I was surprised at how, how much chemistry these two had. Yeah. Uh, they really just worked well together. Um, I say I, I never thought of LA Knight obviously before WWE as a good wrestler, but apparently as I think I thought him I thought of him as a good wrestler, but I think he kind of outshone it by being a better talker. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's probably the best way to put it. To be honest, yeah, I think we're just he's that remembered for being that good a talker that whereas. Everyone's just forgot about his wrestling. Yeah, whereas he's almost kind of, he, he's almost not talking as much in NXT and he's wrestling more. Yeah. So that's why we're seeing it. But then he's, he can still like talk. He, he's literally like NXT's version of The Rock, isn't he? He's like yeah. he's the guy who could be like the top guy if they just let him do it. I, th- I think the, the same was said about EC3, by the way. Yeah, I know, but EC3, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And, you know, because LA Knight does the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and because they're from TNA. Yeah. <laughs> um, I see what you mean, mate. <laughs> Speaking of uh, just th- three initials, MSK tell Regal they want to face Birch and Logan next week. And uh, Regal grants the match. Uh, he says he wasn't going to give it him, but he respects that they want to wrestle. So here we are. Is it just um, for the titles or is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we got um, there, there was a weird thing though where MSK were like they were meant to get a shot against us and like actually you were meant to get a shot against them yeah but don't worry about it it's fine <laughs> weed <coughs> weed thoughts <laughs> um, and yeah then we got a Tian Sha vignette Bowa says he let Mei Ying down and Mei Ying is going to debut next week which is interesting what is Oh. Yeah, they also made a big deal about the fact that Zion Quinn has gone missing after beating Bauer. Oh, a big horse boy. Aye. Yeah, uh, Daniel Vidal, I believe his name was. Yeah, was, um, we, we had a look at him. I can't remember. 
Yeah, um, pa- pa- apparently um, he's gone missing since beating Bauer. Was the the other thing you kind of made a big deal out of? Right. The they they can have him as their big horse in the faction. So yeah, um, I'm all for it. Yeah, and if anyone's wondering where Zaylee is, apparently she's about to be called up to main roster, which is why she's been sort of distanced away. So yay! Alexa Bliss's minion, yay! Let's go! She's gonna be Z- Lily, Zaya Lily, yay! Zaya Lily, yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it Zaya Lee inside Lily all along. Oh, no. Um, I hate it. I hate it all. Make it stop. I mean, to be fair, the the main roster women's division so fucking thin at the moment. They need like they need some extra talent in there quickly. They need some talent in there quickly. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like this talk of <laughs> this talk of Zaylee and Dakota Kai both being called up there, both like two of the best women wrestlers in NXT at the moment. Yeah. As long as they don't have Dakota Kai just crying whenever Shayna Baszler looks at her again. Oh no! As long as they keep Dakota Kai as a heel, it'll be fine. Um, so yeah, um, speaking of Dakota Kai, we get her old friend Raquel Gonzalez against Jesse Kamea. Um, this Jesse, was a- Jesse Kamea got a lot of like stuff in. Yeah, I was gonna say this was a short match, but like. It was. It did a lot to kind of put Jesse over as being like someone to watch. Like we, uh, we, we had never seen her like properly wrestle yet. I don't. I don't remember her properly. She'd been in. She'd been like having tag matches with Aaliyah, hadn't she? She's Getting that much doing. time though, and yeah, tagging tag with Aaliyah. Come on, be serious. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's what the Kozakai was doing in uh, the dark matches this week, mate. Yeah. Aaliyah's got a pinfall victory over Dakota Kai on main events. I, I know. You that, told me this. That aired, that's canon. But I know. I seen it. I seen it and I didn't like it. No, I don't like it either. <laughs> Make it stop. Make it stop. Um, so, yeah, uh, Raquel, uh, dominant early on, missed a big boot. Uh, Kamea works over the knee. Raquel eventually, after pretty much like taking all the offense, she hits it. She hits a clothesline and then a, a Chigona bomb for the win. And then stares down Frankie Monet, who I think is probably going to be the person they're thinking about having to take the bells off Raquel instead of Kaylee Ray. But I, I'd uh, rather Kaylee Ray because Frankie Monet has been a massive disappointment in NXT. She has. She's been really given Given like a run on like an impact on the Indies and in Mexico to then go to do this, it's like, Yep. Why? Um, and then after this, speaking of Kaylee Ray, Ember Moon challenges her to a match next week. She says, um, she says, and I quote, Kaylee Ray, you'll be having a match like you've never had before. Well, uh, they had a match in Shimmer, which Shimmer's uh, YouTube channel put up literally two days ago. <laughs> Who won so, it? I, I, I don't know. I haven't actually watched it yet. I've got it. I put it on my watch list because I thought that'll be a fun match. Um, but yeah, that, that's that's a little bit of revisionist history for us, isn't it? Um, while you're googling that, I'm gonna um, start moving on to the next bit. So okay. Samoa Samoa Joe sits down with Wade Barrett, and he says, "Uh." He wants to re-establish what it means being a champion and the standard bearer of a brand. 
Uh, he talks about hosting tryouts and not having like a training camp and says he's set a new president as uh, the NXT champion. Uh, this then takes us into our next match where the diamond mine is growing. Uh, Roderick Strong is now accompanied by Hatchiman, is it? Hatchiman, yeah, there's trainer that he's always and Malcolm Beavins. There we go. We get um, every week. There we go. Every week. Blame Xavier Woods, mate. It's his fault. Um, and he's now got Brutus and Julius Creed, who look like if they'd like cloned Walter and tried to make two Walters in a lab, but it didn't quite go as planned. <laughs> or like or like the two quiet lads on like a stag do. Oh, yeah. yeah that's what they look like. The two that just sort of like stand in the background on a stag do. Right, to Roderick, Str- Roderick Strong's like the main stag. And then you've got Hatchiman who's like the, the instigator. Bivens is definitely up to no good. And he's like he's like the little one that starts a fight with everybody. And you've got the Creed brothers in the back of Diamond Mine who were just like the two quiet lads who just want to stand there with a beer. Just <laughs> like just a bottle of beer just surveying what's going on around them. <laughs> Maybe tell a shit joke to make people think they belong there. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, after now finish burying Diamond Mine for stealing our logo. Um, uh, Roderick Strong against Ikeman Hero um, or Jiro, sorry. Um, Strong just dissects Jiro's back early on. Um, Jiro uses Strong's momentum a little bit later on to hit like, a really nice looking like springboard moonsault. Um, yeah, similar to like the one Christopher Daniels used to do. Yeah, they set down one on the ropes. Jeff Hardy done it in his early days too. Yeah. Um, and then pretty much out of nowhere, Strong just hits two end of heartaches to be uh, Ikeman. Um, yeah, King of the Messiah of the Backbreaker. Messiah. They did kept saying they, that. They kept saying it so that he's bringing it back. They were referring to everything. Every time he hit a variation of a backbreaker, they were just referring to it as a backbreaker. They wouldn't like go, oh, it's this kind of backbreaker or this, the end of heartache. It's like another backbreaker. Um, yeah. yeah, then we get... Um, Putting the um, N in NXT standing for Nightall, uh, Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter talking about their match against Io Shirai and Zoe Stark. Um, Casey and Caden just, well, not so much Caden, I quite like Caden, she's really good, but Casey just great on me. Um, Casey Cat in the Hat, Casey can't wear a mask up. Um, um, so yeah, um, she basically kind of said, "Oh, we're best friends. You're not. You're you were a thrown together tag team." I mean, I've I've said this before. They were a thrown together tag team. They've said that before for other teams as well. Yeah. Um, Stark then says she'd take a bullet for Eo. Eo just said she doesn't like any of them <laughs> and walks off. And then yeah. Zoe kind of. But she says uh, Zoe, but Zoe's a teammate, so she's gonna like stand by her. And then Zoe goes to like fist bump Eo, and Eo's already fucked off. Um, and that's just awkward. Um, she's um, yeah. Um, I, I'm just bored of the whole can they coexist story yep. with every time they do anything with anyone. It's like for fuck's sake. You know what would make more sense if you actually had teams who stayed together longer than fucking six weeks? Yeah. And then, yeah, then you wouldn't have to worry if Candy Kong exists because you can go, oh, these guys have actually built like a really good team. Well done them. Now they're a really good tag team in our tag team division, which is meant to be for teams, not just people thrown fucking together. You know, these belts. 
exactly, mate. Exactly. Um, so yeah, speaking of tag teams, uh, we then get Cameron Grimes um, talking about Ted DiBiase. He says that damn Ted DiBiase taught me there's only one Cameron Grimes. Um, grizzled young veterans coming and giving shit about with a replica million dollar title. Um, and he give these Zach Gibson says that you could be next. You could be the uh, North American champion or the NXT champion or maybe even Universal champion. Grimes uh, makes a joke about them pooling together all the money to get the million dollar title, and he snatches it off uh, Gibson. He's kind of ah, oh, this, this is a nice belt and the one Ted gave me, and he says, "Oh, it's it's a little heavier too," and then he just drops it on Gibson's foot. Did and you then, hear the noise it made? Yeah, the clang. It actually made a clanking noise. They didn't have to do that. Speak, speaking, <laughs> speaking of that, well, we'll, we'll just after that, uh, Grime says, "Toe the moon," which I, I had a laugh about. <laughs> <laughs> I did laugh at that as Gibson's like, "Oh, me toe, me toe." <laughs> the moon. Oh, oh the moon. Um, speaking of uh, sounds, did you hear the one uh, that Drew Sword made this week? No, I, I've I've avoided Raw's man. Oh, I don't watch I, it any at all. I, I haven't watched Raw for weeks, but I saw it on Twitter and I, on Botchamania as well. Oh, so no. he put the sword down and it snapped. It snapped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you just hear it go. And then the blade just clanging on the floor. <laughs> and Drew just looking at it like, oh shit, this is Vince's sword. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so good. Um, yeah, that was on this week's Botchamania and I was howling at it. Um, and yeah, uh, speaking of swords, uh, Rich Holland looks like Brock Lesnar before he got that really shitty sword on his chest. Um, <laughs> Way! got um, Rich Holland facing... Tommaso Ciampa in the main event. Um, I this match was a lot better than I expected it to be. Yeah, uh, Ciampa not one, not one of my faves. He's good. I've never said he's bad. Rich Holland, he's quite new. He bores me because he's a big horse man. That's all he is. But these but, two kind of just brawled, and it really worked. Yeah, it, um, it, it did work. Yeah. Yeah, these, I think they just must have just had like a good like clashing of styles, I guess. Uh, so yeah, lots of back and forth to start. Uh, Holland takes Champer down with a belly to belly, and then Champer just like starts firing up with knees in the corner, and Dunn and the boys end up pulling Ridge out. Um, they end up brawling around the ringside. Uh, Champer like wraps Ridge's arm around the ring post and puts him on the table and like chops him, um, and then throws Ridge into the barricade. Um, as Champer gets back in the ring to kind of. Take, like carry on his advantage over Ridge um, Lorcan and Bates distract them and Holland pounces Champa Champa then fires up on Holland after a little while with a load of big clotheslines uh, both in the corner and then like a massive one like a clothesline from hell in the middle of the ring um, Holland powers out at the fairy tale ending with an Alabama slam which looked awesome there's a little stoppage as well where they kind of tease that oh Champa's neck Champa's neck which as long as they don't do it too much, I'm okay with it. But it is one of those things where they, they tend to lean on it a little bit too much at times. They do it all the time, yeah. Yeah. And obviously, like, he, like Champ, uh, did you see Champa's interview with Fightful this week? Yeah. That he did. So he's basically talking about, like, what he said about 
getting moved to Raw or SmackDown. He said it wasn't anything to do with creative. It's more that he doesn't think his neck could actually Happen. take like yeah. 300 days on the road, which is fair. No, fair. It, it is fair, yeah. Yeah, because he did have like a really serious neck injury, didn't he? Um, Champa hits a really nice little air raid crash on Holland. And then Holland um, just like charges Champa against the barricade on the outside. He tries to hit him with the truncheon. And Champa moves, and uh, this leads to them fighting on the apron. Champa just unloads with a load of knees, hits a Willow's Bell, seemingly out of nowhere, and uh, picks up the win. Uh, Rich Holland gets his first ever loss, I believe, in as Rich Holland in NXT. He, he has lost to uh, Matt Riddle when he was yeah. going by his real name, Luke Menzies, and he'd lost in NXT UK, I believe, as well. Um, but yeah, it was quite the shock. Well, I... It was quite surprised given how like dominant they booked Rich Holland. For well, for months, like even before he got injured, he was a dominant force, and then he got injured and yeah. he came back and he's literally took out Timothy Thatcher. Ten um, months. Ten months to get beaten by Tommaso Champa. <laughs> I, I suppose it's one of those things though, isn't it? Where like Champa's like still positioned as one of the more protected guys on the card. And yeah. he is like he is like the, a guy that they could kind of just slot into the title picture if if and when they need them to. So they do need to sort of protect how many times he actually loses. But at the same time, it's like, where the fuck did that come from? Um, and yeah, after the match, the heels attack. Champa, MSK, stroll down to make the save. Uh, Pete Dunn looks like a bit of a dickhead because he's just kind of stood there waiting for MSK to get in the ring while Champa's just lying there. Yeah, um, yeah. I wasn't really a big fan of the end. Bad, bad man do bad man things. I just start standing there with his dead cats. Bad, bad men, Jay. Bad men. That's uh, all, all you get for them. Bad men. Bad yeah, man. but he looked, he looked fucking stupid, didn't he, doing it? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Just waiting for MSK to come to the ring and go, oh, shit. Such a bad man. Bad man. Um, but yeah, that was NXT. Um, what were your highs and lows, dear? Uh, I think my high is going to have to be Gargano versus Ellie now. Um, yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed the match. It was really fun. Yeah, and the ending, even though it was a bit silly, it was still fun. It wasn't. It, me- it was meant. It was not like... Yeah, it, it, it was... Out of nowhere. It, it, it progressed the story along. Yeah. It, was, it still told the story, so it worked. Uh, I think my low will be Surrey versus Mandy Rose. I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, wasn't feeling it. No, fair enough. Um, um I'm gonna. Put, I I was gonna say La Knight and Gargano was my high but I'm going to say Champer and Holland because I did enjoy that match quite a lot as well. Uh, it would have been between the two. So, um, yeah. As my high. Uh, my low is just what What are they doing with Io Shirai? Yeah. Like, they literally <laughs> built it up as being like... The hardest one of, woman in the roster. Yeah, like they literally made her out as being like one of the biggest like things they've ever had in the women's division. Like, she's, for me, she's up there with like the likes of Shayna and Asuka as like the biggest stars that the, that women's division's had. Yeah. And now she's just kind of like twiddling the thumbs in a tag team. 
kind of doing the whole, oh, can they coexist? Let's go out for sushi. Yeah. Yes, it's just, it's just shit. Yep. <laughs> There's a part of it that actually wants Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter to win that. To win, I know, I know. I did a little sick in my mouth thinking about that as well, mate. Um, to win that just so it gets EO out of the tag team title picture and then you can reevaluate what we're doing here. Because Zoe Stark as well, someone they can build to be a single star, she's awesome. Yeah. It's just, what are, the, what are we doing here? Seriously. Um, but yeah, that was NXT. Uh, before we do wrap this up, we do have some questions in the old podcast mailbag, mate. So, uh, should we go to them? So, our friend Ryan, who soon won't have any eyebrows, has said, Hey, let's go. Has said, uh, Will you still watch NXT after Vince takes over? Uh, the first few weeks, yeah, see how it goes. Uh, I then, think we'll, I'll give it a chance, definitely. Right, we, we, we obviously review this every week. So, mm. it's going to be a case of Raw and SmackDown, like we did with that. Like, if it does become shit or and shitter. And shitter, we're just gonna bin it off. Yeah, but yeah, we we, we will give it a chance. <laughs> yeah, it, it would be remiss of us to not give it a chance. Um, that being said, I am very very scared for the future of NXT. Yeah. Like, very like, scared. It, it, it's not like everyone's losing content too. Like we've got stuff like on a list that we could do rather than the NXT review. Yeah. It's not we, like we've not got ideas or that, or we're slowing down. We yeah, we, we've <laughs> def- we've definitely got like a lot of stuff that we wanted to do. Yeah. For a long time that was us kind of like going, oh, this isn't working with this anymore, would would open the door to do that. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Uh, and Troy, you might not be here reviewing, but he's here in the podcast mailbag. Uh, he's he over said, 34, that's why. Wait, under six foot. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm over 30, but let's not, let's not go there. That's uh, why I said 34, mate. All right. See, see, got you, got your back. It's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So Troy said, with the talk of the roster being stripped back and some of the long-standing names for NXT apparently being dropped, which four men, four women, and two tag teams slash factions would you keep to build the new brand around? Four men, four women, two tag teams. Yeah. Uh, well, Gargano, Loomis, Ellie Knight, and Champa would be a big four. You, Not so could... <laughs> Nah, no, no for the no for if you're saying the future, pen ban off fucking Champa too and put people. Well, no, I think I think he means by not so much for the future, but like to build the brand around. So like they're the sort of like the backbone that you then have the new stars around. Like the way NXT used to be, where they'd have like yeah one or two of the bigger names like Nakamura or Balor or Kevin Owens or, and then they'd have like the guys they were actually trying to develop. Yeah, um, I I, don't, I genuinely don't think Joe's going to be there long. I, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. No, I don't, I he seems. I think he's a trainer now, isn't he? As well, like he's been brought back as a trainer. He he said he was training people. He said he was he was today. Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, they put a video of the tryouts, and he was at the tryouts. Yeah. Um, I I genuinely don't think he's going to be NXT champion and NXT for long. I think he'll be in NXT for a while. I don't think he'll 
be champion forever. Um, so my faction, I'd keep Pete Dunne's faction he's got at the moment, I know it's not got a name. Uh, yeah, well, keep them as a faction then and put and Champa there. Yeah, who's your four? Just because we've got two, he said two tag teams or factions. Um, ooh. Come on, you know you want to say them. You're gonna, you're gonna have to. You've not hit row. <laughs> no, genuinely, I'm oh, bad. Oh, okay. That's what I'm. That's what I'm struggling with because there's Legado, there's Hit Row, and there's GYV. That I'd all, I'd want all of them. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say GYV. Yeah, they're because... young. Oh, I'd say younger. You've got other people too, but they are younger. But one is. One is? Gibson's thirty. Yeah. Yeah, it's still young to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Um. So he's just he's just there. <laughs> Women, R- Raquel, if she's staying, then why not? Um. Uh, based on people, based on people who haven't been called up yet. Let's say uh, Dakota Kai. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. If they've not been called up to. Yeah. Dakota Kai, Eo, um, Indy Hartwell. Yeah, aye. And um Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray, yeah. It's a Kaylee good job. Yeah. Um and for me the men, I'd probably say uh Champa, Joe, Gargano, and Swerve. Yeah. Yeah. Um I, I feel I feel dirty that I haven't said Flagado at all. Or <laughs> even Santos Escobar, because he's fucking incredible. But yeah, Troy, Troy's uh, made us a, a very hard decision to make there. What, would, what, what were your factions or tag teams? Well, uh, I think I would just go fucking uh, try and keep some sort of the way, whether it be Gargano and Candice and Austin, Indy. Dexter in there as well, really. Yeah. Um, and then you'd probably, I think I'd want to keep MSK to be honest. So, yeah, I'd keep MSK. I'm on Grimes as well. Game on Grimes. And LA Knight. Uh, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Um, that's, that's all we've got in the mailbag. Perfect. Um, yeah. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. If you want to be part of the mailbag, you can go over to Discord, uh, join our server, and we have like a little sub-conversation thing there that we post in just before we're about to um, about to do a podcast. We'll post in, say we're about to record this. Any questions, anything you want to ask us? It doesn't have to be specific to the show either. It can be something no. else. Me, me and Tasty have done plenty on AEW which haven't been AEW <laughs> which have been to do with the forbidden door forbidden doors uh, <laughs> if you how, how many times has a big Tasty compared John Moxley to the Babadoo uh, I don't think I've heard the he, reference yet he, he did it on he did it on the news oh, saying he okay. wanted John Moxley to like slither out the forbidden door like the Babadoo and murder Will Ospreay <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, right. Well, yeah. Thank you very much for joining us. We will catch you on the next one. Do I need to buy some more time while you're finding a suitable joke, Aaron? Or are you good? I've got one, mate. Okay. Well, let's roll out then. Bye.
Did anyone notice John Cena sneeze in the ring? He kicked out. Uh, I hate you so much. (laughs) And now a word from our sponsors. Do you like beer? Of course you do. Do you like wrestling? You wouldn't be here if you didn't. Check out topropebrewing.com, our very own Big Tasties brewery. They do a great deal of wrestling-themed beers, including Cold Stone Cream Austin Ice Cream Pale Ale and Papa Mango Mango Pale Ale also. They also do an array of T-shirts, masks, cans, and mini kegs. Check out topropebrewing.com, or if you live in the Liverpool area, go to the Brew Tap in Bootle. And thatchface.com, where if you've got a minging beard, you can get beard balms, oils, and grooming kits. They also do apparel. If you put whatever you want in your basket, and then go, Aaron, where do you get your discount? You go into the promo code at the bottom, type in UWP20 for 20% off. And proceeds of your purchase do go to stick your cancer charities. You must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing. 